and welcome to this week's instalment of The Fiorella Files. I'm your hostess, Fiorella Nash, sometimes known by my nom de plume, Fiorella de Maria. I'm a writer of crime fiction and historical novels, and an incorrigible bibliophile. It's wonderful to be making a programme on pretty much my favourite subject, books. On my show, I will be introducing you to books classic and contemporary that you must read, should enjoy reading, or should not touch with an 11-foot barge pole. Once a month, I will also be doing my special edition children's book show involving younger reviewers talking about and sharing their favourite books. This week, I have three quite unusual books to share with you. The first one, my non-fiction choice of the week, I have to admit I lost sleep over. It was the sort of book that gave me one of those crises where I lay awake thinking, I wonder if I should even touch this thing. But, you know, I think we should challenge ourselves. And so I am going to share this one with you this week, and it is Unfollow by Megan Phelps Roper. I'm guessing that name will be a lot more familiar to many listeners in the US than it was to me when I first came across the book. In fact, when I first saw the book, I thought it was about social media. And in a way, it is about social media. It is, of course, Megan Phelps Roper's memoir of growing up in the Westboro Baptist Church and her reasons for leaving. My classic of the week is probably the most famous book by one of the most loved Catholic authors of the 20th century, Muriel Sparks, The Prime of Miss Jean Brodie. And I'm going to probably get myself fired from this station by saying I don't get it at all. But maybe by the time I finish reviewing it, I'll have some helpful emails in from listeners explaining why I'm wrong. And finally, a more recent novel, The Holiday. Boring title, fascinating book. So... Starting off with Unfollow. The full title, in fact, is Unfollow, a memoir of loving and leaving the Westboro Baptist Church. Now, I hesitated a lot about this book because I'm nervous about giving my very strong opinions about issues that are none of my business, frankly. And I'm aware that the phenomenon of Westboro Baptist Church is very much outside my realm of experience. But I retain a healthy interest in groups that differ very radically from my own experience. And, of course, we've all heard of Westboro Baptist Church. It's infamous all over the world. So when I realised that was what the book was about, the first part of the title is a little bit ambiguous. Unfollow kind of suggests you're leaving Twitter or something. But when I realised what the book was about, I couldn't help but be intrigued. It is a memoir. It's about a girl who grew up in Westboro Baptist Church. From the age of five, she was picketing with the rest of her family, holding up banners she couldn't even read, and didn't in fact leave Westboro Baptist Church until she was 26 years old. So she also spent a substantial part of her early adult life very heavily involved in Westboro Baptist Church, particularly leading their social media campaign. A number of things really startled me about Megan Phelps Roper's account. The first thing that shocked me was how small that church community actually is. Because of the obscene amount of media coverage it gets, 
I had the impression, hearing about it from the UK, that Westboro Baptist Church was huge, that it had a massive congregation, that it was a very large community, when in fact it has fewer than 100 followers, and most of them belong to the same family. So this really isn't about a church, or even about a cult. It's about one family with issues. The media have turned into an international sensation for their own cynical motives. Having pictures constantly on the news of people holding banners saying God hates fags and giving the impression that anybody who opposes same-sex marriage, for example, thinks that, they effectively shut down the debate using a fringe group Megan Phelps Roper talks about picking up the phone once when she was 11 years old and finding herself on live radio and the DJ saying, so how, are, how old are you? How old are you, sweetheart? Oh, you're 11. Oh, that's all right. Tell me what you think about this lesbian celebrity and getting her to say something suitably outrageous. Everybody sniggered at her and then they put the phone down. You know, the fact that they were prepared to do that in such an unscrupulous way, the media creates its own monsters. We had something not dissimilar here in Britain, there was a group called Islam for UK who used to go around protesting outside churches, anywhere they thought they could get some cheap publicity. And they were a tiny group. But because the cameras always rolled when they were around, people imagined they were a much bigger group than they really were and were actually quite frightened by them. When if they had been completely ignored, which is what they should have been, they would simply have disappeared. And I get the feeling that with Westboro Baptist Church, that's very ugly symbiotic relationship allowed one family's grievances to turn into this huge phenomenon it should never have been.